Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mr. Citrine podcast. I'm your host, Alan, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about how we are being controlled and manipulated through means of technology. We already know that there is an overarching effort to basically control every function of the human body and the human mind, and slowly, with the advent of AI, it will slowly be ripping that away from us, and where we won't even be able to do the number one thing that we were designed to do, which was create. So, let's get started. We can start by just the history of technological control. It can actually be traced back uh, to a certain scale all the way back to the printing press, which enabled the spread of ideas and information on mass scale. The largest or the best example for this was the Protestant Reformation. Um, Religion spread like wildfire and the ideas of certain Christian groups spread like wildfire just because of the ability to sort of print all these words out and get that information out, right? Obviously, right? It kind of makes sense that ideas would spread a lot easier given this new technology because what once had to be word of mouth was now printed on a paper that could be distributed throughout the entire country at the time. And this wasn't only exclusive to religion, this was exclusive to any political ideologies, propaganda, anti-British sort of sentiment, anything like that could be sort of used in a way that could skew opinion, uh, have somewhat control over the thoughts of people, and sort of control the masses in a way that would benefit whoever was in charge of writing these writings, right? This is super early in its infancy, so it's not something that was quite sort of, what's the word? wasn't necessarily used right off the bat for outright control. It was more like, oh, hey, we can go ahead and do this. You know, what else can we do? Then came the advent of radio and television, which was a game changer because you no longer had to have the cost and worry of having to spread a bunch of physical items to people, you can go ahead and give them this neat little toy that was the radio, and then you could beam information, propaganda, ideologies directly into their home. And it was available anywhere, 24-7, accessible for entertainment, for information, right? Everyone used to huddle around the radio and listen to their daily dose of propaganda, whatever it may have been at the time. This only got worse with television because you added a visual component to it, right? You could really stimulate the mind both audibly and visually and really get subliminal messages to the minds of people uh, on any sort of subject, right? And this was super vital during uh, the World War II Cold War where they would show anti-Russian propaganda to get essentially everyone on board with being anti-red, which... Again, you know, I'm not against that by all means, but I'm just giving you a little glimpse on what sort of systems they use and how they used it to sort of have this kind of control. There have actually been released documents via the Freedom of Information Act that go on about how they were active projects within the CIA and the FBI to use the technology um, of television and radio to sway public opinion to subliminally get them to be more passive to be more uh, subject to manipulation and persuasion and keep in mind that this was during the 50s 60s and 70s people act like it just was isolated to that certain time period but that is it's still in full force today and i'll get to that in a sec but this sort of idea of 
controlling the masses through media, through entertainment, through Hollywood, things like that have been around since early 1900s, right? So there's that part, right? And then after the radio and television came the rise of the internet. And at first the internet was like this digital library, right? It was awesome. It had good intentions. It was meant to be a place to spread ideas and it was quickly taken over by the wrong people. Now, the internet technically had its origins with the U.S. military. They wanted a way to communicate between each other using digital technology and that's kind of how we got the internet. That's a whole other episode going into that. But essentially, internet came along, quickly was taken over by large corporations and government agencies who wanted to use it to, again, sway public opinion, flood the internet with false information, misinformation, disinformation. It's all the same, right? Muddle the facts so that the true story is never actually revealed. And internet is still kind of where we're at today. There are subcategories within the internet. There's social media, one could argue. And we all know that social media can be an echo chamber for extremely either right-wing or left-wing or just radical idea in general. We know that Facebook and Google actively censor our information and they pick and choose what actually gets revealed and will gladly take billions and billions of dollars from our taxpayers sort of money pool and from politicians so that they are in their good graces and they can stay alive and essentially stay out of the public eye or judicial eye so they can continue to sell our data farm our information and continue to make services that harm us in the way of manipulation poor mental health and put us in these little silos of echo chambers that further just radicalize seemingly normal ideas to a point where we start to have extreme unrest and distrust in everyone and everything and we don't even have confidence in ourselves to really articulate any sort of idea because it's going to met be met with extreme backlash from an extremist group that's against you or even within your group right if you aren't liberal enough within your group of liberals for example you will be outcasted right and the same thing goes for right-wingers the same thing goes for any sort of political ideology this is the tr trick is that they have made you think that you need to choose one camp, right? And you need to die for that camp, essentially, or you're not a true member. And this is the thing that they wanted, essentially, with social media. This is what they've been actively working towards, is complete control and censorship and sort of steering of the ship in a way that causes confusion amongst everyone, right? The whole saying divide and conquer is essentially what this is. So... There's a vast body of research on the psychology of human behavior, including how we make decisions, process information, and form beliefs. Advertisers and other entities have used this knowledge to create persuasive messaging and manip to manipulate the public opinion. Uh, for example, color psychology is used in marketing to evoke specific emotions and influence your behavior. Similarly, uh, social media uses algorithms, and they use specifically your data, your browsing history, our preferences to keep us engaged with the content that not only reinforces those beliefs and biases, but also just keeps you on the platform more so they can show you more relevant ads that will also invoke all the emotions and feelings that I had mentioned before. The worst part is that we know this. Like, you ask anyone and they're like, oh, haha, yeah, we're being tracked and we're being manipulated. 
but no one really seems to understand it enough to just get off these platforms and stop. And we continue to use Google, we continue to use Facebook, we continue to use all of these things that farm our information. And it's because people don't see the actual acute sort of effects of it. They feel like they're not actually affected by it because that's the whole illusion is that they want to make you feel like you're not actually under attack, like you're not being controlled. And they've done it so well and so efficiently that you are the crazy person for suggesting not using these tools. You're the crazy person for not wanting to be around all this technological AI advancement because why wouldn't you, right? It's they've conditioned you to like and love and think these things are cool and that it's going to help humanity. But for the most part, it has been more damaging than good. And the good is always going to be like blasted and propagated throughout the entire internet so that you only see the good sides of what's come out of this whole technological revolution and not the harmful effects, right? You heard about how Facebook it did a study that Instagram was bad for teenagers' mental health, yet it was quickly silenced and covered up by something else, right? Something more engaging, something more informative that oh man, like a war in Ukraine or COVID-19 is coming back with a vengeance, blah, blah, blah. Like I know there were different time scales, but you get the point. So what are the effects of this, right? Uh, the effects of technological manipulation um, on society are far-reaching and usually negative, like I mentioned. Uh, social media, again, has been linked to depression, not only in teens, but in adults as well. Anxiety and other mental health issues, right? There's like gaming addiction, porn addiction, all that other stuff. Um, and the echo chambers that are created by personalized content, uh, content can lead to super hardcore political polarization or social division, which again is what they want. Additionally, you know, the use of technology for surveillance and controlled by governments, it raises concerns on just privacy and civil liberties, but that's another sort of joke that people kind of brush over is, oh, haha, I know that the government's watching me, but they that's where it stops. They don't necessarily want to do anything. And it's interesting because we've always been taught, or at least I was in college at the time, taught that if you really stand for an opinion that you should be an activist and, and fight for it and kick and scream. But for actual problems, no, they want you to behave and to be a good person and to get your vaccine and to um, accept different gender norms and accept that someone can literally go against their biology, inject themselves with hormones just because they feel that they're a different gender inside, right? That's the type of thing that they want you to be obedient with, but anything else that might be good for you, right? If you don't feel like you like it, go ahead and protest, right? We will support you. We will help you kick and scream. We'll provide all the stuff and all the anger that you need to feel empowered and to go make a difference. And you see this talk in narrative so much with, again, young college kids, younger kids now, where they're kind of, they're taught that kicking and screaming is the solution to getting what you want. And that's not a proper way to sort of handle and process your emotions, right? We glorify the protest. We glorify the activists, we glorify all this sort of hardcore, again, kicking and screaming to get your opinion across versus actually listening, um, reading up on proper sort of uh, educated materials, educative materials, getting all the facts. No, don't worry about that. It really is all about how you feel. That's what they want. They want you to really get into your emotions, to let your emotions control you rather than your actual mind. They don't want you to think freely 
They want you to think based off of your emotions, off of fear, which is why the news machines love to pump out fear, because if you can make more fear-driven decisions, they have an easier time controlling you. You are more likely to buy the shit that they want. And it's just a self-fulfilling like feeding like negative loop right the more garbage you buy and consume the more garbage you will feel the more negative your emotions and the more you will cope with more garbage that they are producing the more you'll want to stay informed on the garbage that's out there and let me just tell you as a human being we were not designed to know what's going on around the world we were only designed to really know what's going on locally within one or two tribes and that's it the fact that we're bombarded with information 24-7 at and any sort of fact that you want at the, thing, at the tip of your fingertips is not something that we were designed for. And it clearly shows in our declining mental health that staying informed on the bullshit that's happening around the world is not helpful. In fact, I would argue it's just straight up harmful. Like, what good does it know? What the, what good does it do you to know that four hundred Ukrainian soldiers soldiers died in Ukraine X Y Z day? Right? What good does does it give you? What good does it do to you to know that there was a school shooting half the world away? Right? Like unless you can actually do something immediately about it, most of the information is going to be useless. Right? Unless you're actively being affected by and that's the thing is that they want you to know about all these problems all over the world so that you can feel good by being an activist quote-unquote going on facebook spreading one or two articles and being like yep i did something i made a difference when in reality you didn't do shit literally your infrastructure is falling apart your local school probably has as many potential shooters in there as the next one and all you did was just kick and shout how we need to have gun control or that blah 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 xyz thing and the cycle will just repeat again you'll get angry you'll spout the same shit and then again it just goes and goes and goes and nothing ever gets done and society just actually gets worse but hey as long as you feel like you've done something then they've done your job they've done their job my apologies so how do we resist this right uh, it may seem overwhelming to resist the influence of technology, right? We're being bombarded from every corner. Your phone is buzzing. Your TV's shouting stuff at you. Um, my opinion, education is key, right? And I'm not talking about normie reptile university education where they literally indoctrinate you to sort of behave this way and to comply with the matrix. I'm talking about proper education, right? Thinking for yourself technological literacy in the sense of knowing what these things do knowing how they work uh, not even at a low level just a high level is good enough and taking the steps to limit exposure to manipulative content i.e don't watch the news don't follow pages on social media if you're going to be on there that you know are going to trigger you for a lack of a better word um you know ideally delete social media but i understand that people have the argument of oh my family oh my friends blah 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 whatever right i get it but if that's going to be the case then block certain pages make sure you don't follow celebrities because that's a whole other sort of like why do we do that why do we need to know what xyz celebrity is doing if it doesn't affect us in any way shape or form uh, i'm a big proponent of ad blockers use ad blockers advertisements people think that oh well i don't get fooled by advertisements they're not there to 
like I'm not going to fall in and, and buy it, but that's not the point. The point is that they're subliminally putting these messages into your head and eventually you will make a purchase decision based off of that. The best example I can give you is the Old Spice Whistle. Everyone knows the Old Spice Whistle and even though you may not use Old Spice Whistle, it's, I mean, the Old Spice uh, deodorant or products, you still know that whistle. You are going to recognize it. And that is a form of programming. They have built, they have essentially ingrained that into your brain to where you recognize that as a brand. And even if you don't buy it, right, there are still millions and millions of people who will because it's familiar. They know it. And this is just across the board, just what they do. Coca-Cola has done it. Clorox has done it. Like any sort of major company is using these psychological tactics and this brainwashing to get you to buy their shit. So, ad blocker, hardcore, 100% recommend it. I know a lot of people make money off of advertisements, and I understand that. And that's another podcast episode where I go and talk about the efficacy of black ad blockers, why we're even in a society that profits off of advertisements in the first place. But again, use ad blockers. Uh, uBlock Origin is really good. If you're on iPhone, use AdBlock for your Safari. Uh, Android has a bunch of options as well. Again, super, super hardcore about ad blockers. I love them and I advise everyone use them because that's a great place and sort of low barrier to entry into this whole world of protecting yourself against these kind of messaging and programming and things like that. So a conclusion, you know, technology is a powerful tool. It's great. It's done a lot of cool things for us. One could argue can be both good and positive same way that a hammer could be used to kill someone or hammer in a nail right it's it's all on how you use it and i think it came so fast that people didn't really have a chance or the time or the desire to really learn and understand what these things are doing to us what type of sort of messages we're being fed daily and it's kind of a too late situation however i do want to advise that people who are in sort of the AI space and who are witnessing the AI's arm race that is literally heating up as we speak. That is the next sort of challenge we're going to be facing is AI at some point, one way or another, will be controlling a vast part of our lives. And if you're not ready, you're going to be taken in essentially completely. You're going to get the rug pulled on out from under you and you're going to wonder where it all went wrong. So I'm telling you now, if you're listening to this, be very, very cautious and aware of what's going on in the artificial intelligence space. Really ask yourself, why are we even developing stuff like this in the first place? I get artificial intelligence for scientific breakthroughs and things like that, but there's no reason to be putting this type of technology in a humanoid robot and make it mimic humans because no one is asking for that. No one is asking for a device that mimics a human so well that it literally creeps us out, right? So just keep that in mind. Be mindful when you're using ChatGPT. Be mindful of the type of information you feed it because at the end of the day, all of this will be used to train it and this sort of tool can be used against you in one way or another in the future. It already has been on social media. Governments have had access to this sort of technology for quite some time now. Social media has had bots that sway public opinion towards any sort of one direction. So again, just be mindful. Uh, really take everything you see with a grain of salt and trust your instincts. The more you cultivate awareness uh, about yourself and your family and the things around you and the products you buy, the easier it gets. 
and being woken up out of a normie state is actually a lot more challenging than people like to uh, give credit to. It takes time. You're not just going to wake up and suddenly know what's going on and how to protect yourself. It's a gradual process, but either way, it's imperative that you guys start. Be aware of how we're being manipulated. Be aware about how we're being controlled and protect your family, protect your friends, uh, encourage people to get educated on these things, make it fun, right? And slowly start to disconnect yourself from this machine that they're building and yeah stay safe out there my friends